Oh, hello, darling, and welcome back to The Happy Place. Remember, you have clicked on this episode, so the next ten or so minutes are purely for you. So please give yourself the time to rest and enjoy this podcast. Before we jump into this week's episode, I want to share a response I had to the podcast. I recently received a very personal and deep message about the power of this very podcast. I won't go into the detail of that message because my direct messages always stay confidential. However, I will share the core theme, which was that the podcast has an impact because hearing a different perspective really helped that listener to unlock a new way of thinking about trauma. The key here is that you should always be open to change and allow media to help you evolve your learning. I love that you get in touch and I'm always here for a chat and a debrief. So if you have any thoughts, always drop me a direct message or an email. Okay, we're ready. It's time to dive straight into this week's episode. I wrote the title of this episode quickly, as I do with many projects, in the aim to come back to it at the end and refine it. When I planned this series, I saw the initials of this episode and it made me smile. We aren't perfect, so happily fits the initials of that infamous song and kind of set the tone for this episode. It was perfectly imperfect. Which brings me to us, and that the fact as humans, we're gloriously imperfect. It's part of who we are, and is what makes us perfect, our very human nature. It's what makes us individuals, it helps us make decisions based on what matters to us, and it's what makes life exciting. I feel, though, that this as a core message has been lost and has been swept away with a wave of forced alternate reality perfection. The 21st century has brought us many advances, such as the advances in medical care for those with HIV. However, some advances have tipped us over an edge, and I would argue our obsession with others is a messy side effect of the social media boom. I talked last season about the concept of comparison being the thief of joy. This is a very key point and something I talk about all the time. Through the lens of social media, television and our own personal relationships, we are force-fed the best bits of thousands of people's lives. Which is so overwhelming and more damaging than we will ever know. We've not lived with these things for a full lifetime yet, so we don't know how much they truly affect us. I am fully aware that correlation can never be used as causation, but it cannot be a mere coincidence that the increase in mental health issues matches a similar rate of downloads of the social media applications. At its core, things like Instagram are not bad things, but you'd be very naive to assume its intentions are fully pure. It has created such a narrow view of the world which in turn has created micro and macro trends, which have in turn informed us how we should live our lives. Thus, when you sit and think about it, simple things like the way we are dressing, 
have been informed by false representations of real life. So are we all living a lie? Well, yes and no. On a personal level, I think I'm open and honest with you, but that doesn't stop me phrasing my outputs in a way that makes me look the best I can. You get to see me five days a week currently, and on stories, photos, and other media. I'm always smiling, bright, and flawlessly put together. That's simply because this is how I want you to see me, and perceive me. Yet this isn't a true reflection of me, and as I sit here writing this, it's a dull Tuesday morning, I'm wearing a dressing gown over a faded Madonna True Blue album t-shirt, my socks have holes in them, and I haven't worn makeup for nearly a week. This is a true representation of day-to-day -day me. My content is not active deception. I'm simply using the power of planning to ensure you always see the best bits. I would argue, and this is my get-out-of-jail-free card, that my content contains large amounts of education, and this is received better if I look a certain way. Now this is a flimsy excuse, and I see the flaws in my behaviour here. So you see, we aren't perfect. I also forget that for a lot of people, social media is not a job, whereas for me it's a big tool in the revenue flow that helps me live. Which means you should never gauge your outputs against other people, because you don't know their motivation, impetus or timescale. For example, if content makes you feel a pressure to create, think how much time some creators spend making content. Take me for example, I spend whole days creating stories which I post at 9am, which feel light and breezy, yet I've spent hours on them. I get ready, which takes me about two hours, then I sit and film in perfect light, and I will film a week or two in a day. I then edit them to ensure they flow, add captions and graphics to ensure they carry my signature branding. This is my full-time job. So unless this is also your full-time job, how could you even need to compare yourself to it? If social media is your full-time job, you also shouldn't compare yourself, because we all think and work differently. And that is what makes us all so wonderful. I want to share a small message with you here which has unlocked a lot of joy for me, especially when I've been in the grips of misery. And it is this. Don't aim for perfection. Instead, aim for what pleases you the most. The lens of pleasure for others can lead you to feeling empty and dissatisfied. The content that does the best has been made in full consideration of my own feelings and saying what I want to say the most. Self-pleasure is still frowned upon in our society, which drives me mad. I mean, look how little masturbation is talked about, yet why is it wrong to seek out pleasure in all aspects of our lives? Pleasure, when viewed through the pursuit of personal gain, is very freeing, and allows you to see the world differently. Instead of feeling pressure from others, we can feel pleasure for their success. Or we can derive pleasure in muting that person because they are a toxic energy in our lives. In our imperfect way, we can shift focus back onto ourselves and place us firmly in all our decision-making processes.
Society would say that we're being selfish, but as I've said before, we're not perfect. Thank you as always for joining me today, my darlings. I love you lots like jelly tots. I will be back next week, but until then, I hope you find your happy place. Uh, bye bye. <laughs>